0: Trying to figure out how to nurture your fan base? Looking for music business models that work better than Spotify algorithm exploits? That's what we're gonna be looking at in this episode of the New Music Industry Podcast. It's David Andrew. Wheaton. I'm back with part four of what to do with your music in 2021. In part one, I talked about strategy and mindset. In part two, I talked about tools to help you set up your website, promote your music, and do competitive analysis with. In part three, we looked at analytics, cryptocurrency, and growing your list. Part four is where you'll start to see a lot of it come together. Now, before I get to that, I made a bit of an error in the last episode. I said that in my interview with Vasya Weber was 198. When it was actually 180 not sure what i was thinking there but there you go either way we made sure to correct it in the show notes let's get into part four one connect with everyone who comes through your doors in the past you may have let your welcome series do the work for you or maybe you waited for new fans to comment on a facebook post engage with them well let's be more proactive about connecting with people in 2021 they aren't a number nor are they an email address when someone joins your list celebrate them If they buy something from you, send them a personal thanks and maybe even send them a thank you note via snail mail. We're basically talking about customer service here. And when people have a good experience with you, they tend to think of you when they need something and even tell their friends. We can't just hope and pray that people are going to stay engaged with us after they've joined our community. We've got to be proactive about learning more about them and interacting with them. You've got to love on your fans. Two, network far and wide. Did you know that employee referrals are the top source for hires? What that means is that knowing the right people makes all the difference. People do business with those they know, like, and trust. Some people want to work their way straight to the top, and unfortunately, it generally doesn't work that way. You need to start with your local scene and get to know the movers and shakers. Even in a city like Calgary, where I used to live, there were successful songwriters who I ended up connecting with. Might they know a thing or two about writing great songs? Would they know some people of influence? Could they co-write with me or introduce me to a manager, producer, or label? You bet they could, but I'm not counting on that. My prerogative is to build an authentic friendship with them. And maybe next time they need an opening act or need a lead guitarist to play on their project, they'll think of me. But I need to stay top of mind with him if I have any hope of getting the call. So whether it's sending thank you notes, sharing an interesting article with him, going to their workshops or otherwise, I'd better show up when I can. Despite lockdowns, now's the best time to expand your network, and it doesn't matter what platforms you're using to do it. I like Twitter a lot, it's instant and easy, and there are so many smart people on the platform. But pick what works for you. If you'd like to go deeper into networking, have a listen to episode 149 of the podcast with Brian Bob Young. Three, pursue sync licensing and placements. In part one of this series, I talked about making more music. Well, if you want to pursue sync licensing and placement opportunities, then you're going to need to get used to cranking out the tunes. The upside potential of getting your music into media is amazing, and you don't even need a fan base to make an independent income at it. Now, you might read something online about how to get into this part of the industry and come away feeling like it's too complex, nerve-wracking, or high stakes. Look, I need you to focus. Get started, get going, and adjust as you go. Don't worry about the details so much. That's going to paralyze you. If you want to earn a real independent income in music, get off Spotify and give this area of your career some serious attention. Create accounts with Reverb Nation, Music X-Ray, Sonic Bids, and Rumblefish. You're going to figure out whether those platforms work for you relatively quickly. And to be honest, licensing and placements largely comes down to relationships, which goes back to my last point. If you'd like to learn more about licensing and placements, have a listen to episode 19 of the podcast with Helen Austin and episode 211 of the podcast with Adam McGuinness. 4. Set up a fan club or membership site. There has never been a better time to set up a fan club or membership site. The technology is better and easier than it's ever been. Look, chances are you're not going to make thousands of dollars on Spotify, and it's so much easier to do with a membership site. If you had 30 people paying you $100 per month, just like that, you're making $3,000 per month. If that seems out of reach for you, then get 300 people paying you $10 per month. The economics of it still make more sense than Spotify, if you're not tech savvy and you're just getting started then take advantage of a free platform like Patreon to set up your membership. If you're looking for a flexible platform you can do just about anything with, check out 10X Pro. Go to musicentrepreneurhq.com 10 xpro to learn more. We are an affiliate of 10X Pro and if you purchase through our link we may earn a small commission at no additional cost to you. If you'd like to learn more about membership sites check out episode 41 on membership sites or episode 214 with Sarah Beth Perry. Five, stop whining. Look, we all get rejected, We will all go through tough times. I understand this as well as anyone. But don't let your emotions spiral into prolonged pity parties. Some people won't answer your emails. Some people will say no. Others will berate you for daring to contact them in the first place. It's just how it is and it's not your fault. You're doing the best you can with what you got. Mistakes will be made. Don't expect others to do what you aren't willing to do for yourself. Anything you can do For you, you should do for yourself, or you will feel disempowered in your music career. Making music has never been easy, and it will require a tough mindset. If you need more help in this regard, have a listen to episode 216 of the podcast on offense. So here's today's episode summary. 1. Be more proactive in connecting with your fans. Make a lasting impression on them. 2. Network farm wide. Show up, show your face, and get in front of the people who can open doors. Stop hiding behind your computer screen. 3. Look into licensing and placement opportunities. Begin submitting your music to relevant projects. 4. Set up a fan club or membership site. It might not work, but you won't know unless you give it a try, and recurring income is amazing when you can get it going. Five, stop whining. We all experience rejection. We all go through tough times. It's about what you do with those experiences that count. Learn from your mistakes and fail forward. So if you're tired of doing dozens of things that don't grow your music career, if you're fed up with a stagnant, dwindling, or disengaged fan base, if you're sick of not earning the income you deserve from your music, head on over to musicentrepreneurhq.com masterclass to learn all about how my latest course can help you. That's musicentrepreneurhq.com slash masterclass. This has been episode 226 of the New Music Industry Podcast. I'm David Anjouid, and I look forward to seeing you on the stages of the world. Thank you for listening. Music in this episode was brought to you by Brian Young. Wherever you're listening to this right now, please consider leaving a five-star review and comment to help us get the word out about the podcast.